Hi, Cradle family. We are back once again. And this time around, I know it's probably not the message I wanted to cover um, today. It's actually today is Saturday and it's actually almost Easter. And today the weather was absolutely lovely. I enjoyed it. It was, I have this beautiful flowers uh, outside of my place and I love it because every time I open the window it's the first thing I see and it just reminds me of God's beauty, God's love um, and that he gives us the privilege to experience such things every morning Um, and so I'm grateful for that. So guys y'all I know, I know, after much thought, guys, after much um, really reflection about kind of this year and and where things are going and where I'm going and how I'm shifting as a person, how I am advancing in my in my theology, my ideas, and how God is you know stretching my life um it became clear that, you know, I was talking to my sister this to today about this. And, you know, I think she even confirmed this for me, um, even more so. As you guys know, we started, you know, graced with questions with Josh Chang. And that's been, and I feel like we just have a lot of heart for that right now and excited for what God is going to do with that. But really just we want to be able to be fully present with that, fully present with that project. And it's really fully present with all of you guys on that project. And we really believe in, in addressing the, the heart, um, the root of the issue and, and, and going deeper. And so, um, with that, and obviously, as you, if you guys know me at all, or maybe you've gotten a glimpse throughout the cradle, your girl is busy, uh, have a lot on the plate. But also I'm very intentional. I'm intentional with my friendships. I'm intentional with my family. I'm intentional with my relationships. I'm intentional just period with my job and how and where God has placed me. And so I never want to feel like I am being stretched to the point where my intentionality is no more intentional, but it's kind of fizzling out. And so with that, you know, with much consideration, much reflection and prayer, I felt like it was time. It was time. I did not want to admit it, y'all, but I felt like it was time. It was time for the cradle to also transition. I feel like we've had um, two magical years and we've, we've done some really good work and brought some amazing guests, some amazing friends who've been on this journey with me. And we've learned a lot together. We've grieved some things. And I feel like in this time, it's time for the cradle to also come to an end um, because there's a new season. And the new season is coming with a new idea, new thoughts, new new things. And um yeah, guys, I mean, I am so thankful for each one of you guys, for how you've been present, for how you have walked with us on the cradle, 
And as you guys know, graced with questions, I've, I've already heard so many great reviews on that. Um, and, and people, you know, I've had people tell me they've been, uh, having to listen to the episode twice because the information is just, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot to comprehend. And so I know people, I've, I've known mothers saying they've been listening to it while washing dishes. I've, I've heard people, tell me they've really have to reflect on some thoughts um, as they listen. And so we already know that um, Graced with Questions is already beginning to um, stretch us and stretch people. And um, and that's what we want. We don't want to stay the same. We want to be stretched um, in our ideologies, in our doctrines and theologies and philosophies. And really so that we can be better as people so that we can be better so we don't live this world devoid of truth itself and so we are excited for that and man the cradle i think some of my favorite moments of the cradle really truly has been having some of my dear friends join me um in discussing anything from you know the uh our black lives movement to mental health issues to um things on women uh, to health issues and and so we've we've gotten there and we've talked about a lot of different things on the cradle and so it's been a journey it's been one that has just been absolutely a blessing and i know to me as well and you know i I'm just so thankful. I really am. I'm thankful for that journey. I'm thankful for our producers who also joined us with that journey. And um, yeah, it's one of those things where, you know, you never want to um, close something off, but you know when it's time, when time for something else to close us so that something else can begin. And we've gotten there. And so I definitely want to hear if you do have a favorite episode on the cradle, that touched you, that moved you, that made you laugh, um, please send me a note because I think I need to hear that. Um, and so I'm so grateful for this moment. I'm grateful for how God has been um, so good to us on the cradle. Um, and, you know, guys, I also wanted to close with this. I feel like we've had... Um, a very roller coaster year and a year and a half. Even 2021 came with a bang. And it seems like that roller coaster for a lot of people hasn't necessarily ended. Yes, we are excited that the vaccine is here. Yes, we are excited that some kids can maybe go back to school safely. There are so many things that we should be um, grateful for. Obviously, we had a successful election. There's so many things that happen that we are truly, that I, I thank God for every day. But when you turn the page, you realize that there's still a lot of people in the world um, experiencing pain, whether it was, you know, the situation, um, the rise in, you know, violence against people of color, against Asians, against, you know, the continuous incarceration and abuse of, of the black community. Um, the, the massacre that happened in Ethiopia, the kids that are missing in China. There's just so many things that are happening around us. And it's so hard to not 
be overwhelmed, to not be discouraged, to not be in despair of the things that are happening. And it's so hard to not be discouraged, but I am always reminded that even in the midst of chaos, even in the midst of it all, that God is so intentional about allowing us to grieve, lament, and come to the place where we feel like we've completely, like we just don't have any more words. That's when I believe true healing begins and the true work begins. And so, you know, I want us not to um, get lost in the everyday life because many of us too, we kind of just say, okay, I'm going to keep working. I'm going to keep doing all these things so that I don't have to experience, so that I don't have to feel the reality of what's happening. And you never, none of us ever want to get lost in not experiencing reality. I'm all for, yes, get away. Yes, reflect. Yes, all of those things. But sometimes it is important to acknowledge the reality that we are in so that we can actually do the necessary grieving, lamenting, um, the necessary, you know, find the necessary solutions to the problems of this earth. Because some of the problems, if not most, we are, we are as humans have caused many of it. And so, you know, it's interesting. One of the um, scriptures that I thought was so um, powerful um, when I was reflecting on some of just the pain that's happening in the world was Psalm 9, verse, Psalm chapter 9, verse 9 through 10. Um, and it's, and it goes like this. And I posted this on our social media, graced with questions. And I said, all, it said, all who are oppressed may come to you as a shelter in the time of trouble. A perfect hiding place. May everyone who knows your mercy keep putting their trust in you, for they can count on you for help no matter what. God, oh Lord, you will never, never neglect all those who come to you. And I felt like that was perfect. It was perfect for the moment, it was perfect for now. That the Lord is our hiding place. He is the place we go, not just to hide, but it's the place we go to find mercy and grace. And I'm so thankful um, that for me, um, Christ is the place where I find mercy and grace. That there is nothing like it. That there is there. It is the place of forgiveness. It is the place of humility. It is the place that allows me to face the reality of who we are, of I, of, of myself as a person. Because oftentimes we go into the spaces that give us ideals about about existence, about who we are. And the reality is, this is what I love about Christ, is that he tells us the brokenness in our humanity and he gives us the reality of who we are, but then he doesn't leave us there, right? He gives us a solution. And for him, it was the cross. It was the blood of Jesus. It was the ability to say, we are broken. 
And that the only way that we can know, that we can experience that is by truly having God himself come in the reality so that we can relate so that we can know that God is not this distant idea. He's not, you know, even the scientists who say that the world in itself, how it came about was not by human design. It wasn't, um, there had to be an immaterial, something timeless, transcendent to, to have created the world we live in. And I'm so glad that even in moments like this, when we have things like COVID and the whole world is shut down because of this, this, this virus, you recognize that, yes, we are very much so human. Yes. And there must be a transcend God. And so I'm thankful. I'm thankful for that. And I know many of us are in different journeys and trying to figure it out. But I'm thankful that Christ gives me a space, not just to only face the reality of who we are, but he gives me a space to encounter that in its true form, but also gives me a place where redemption is possible, where hope is possible, where love is truly possible. And I love the scripture in the book of Corinthians when it says love is kind, it is patient, it is without envy. I love that because it it showcases the reality of what of what love means and what love was demonstrated on the cross and and the reality of that. And so, you know, I know I sound like I'm rumbling today, but it's the final episode. And so I'm kind of just going going for it. No no script, I'm just talking. And talking from the heart and and so I know many of us out there are trying to figure it out. I'm trying to figure out what am I called to do? Why am I here? Does anybody see me? You know, the reality is no matter how much ideal we try to create, reality always finds a way of making itself known in the world one minute we are here, next minute we are not. And so I'm grateful that reality never lets us forget itself. Reality always makes itself present. And sometimes in our pride and sometimes in our boastfulness and in our pain and our trauma, we don't allow or, or the fear of others or the fear of abandonment or rejection and that is real believe me i know that is real but that in those spaces that we don't allow ourselves to encounter truth and truth to encounter us because we are fearful and so i pray that wherever you are in your journey as you ask god those questions if you're asking god who is he i pray that you would allow him to reveal himself to you and you know what the reality is there is data. We do have enough evidence to present when it comes to the existence of God. We have, but you have to want to find it, right? You have to want to find it. And sometimes we have to come to the end of ourselves as people, as humans. And yes, you know, I love the book by Francis Collins. If you guys know about Francis Collins, he is... Um, the head of NIH and 
he also happens to be a believer and he talks in his book um in his book that he released i can't remember it now um i'm halfway through it right now my brain my brain is going i'll find it here in a minute but in his book he talks about how for years he tries to ignore that existence he he just could not you know he just did not want to come face to face with reality but i think as he examines his own presuppositions and his own fears he had to make a decision not based on his experience of others he had to find it himself he had to do the work the important work to find it so the book is called the language of god and i actually have um it says i have two hours left on the book to read it says the language of god and he goes to the, the the scientific arguments for the existence of god and so forth and so on but you get to hear a little bit of his stories and of course he's a renowned known scientist and respected it's not just him many many more um and many 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 things out there if you really want to examine that truth and i'm i don't believe in just if you're like me you are analytical maybe and you like to think through things and intellectually and and but you are also a feeler i believe it's important not to just blindly believe something it is important to know why if you're going to serve your whole life to something it's important to know why why because for me i know my why i've done my work i'm doing my work every day i'm 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 reading i'm consuming i'm 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 meditating my relationship with christ is personal it's not a religion it is a reality it is so much of a reality that even in my quiet time when i pray for me it's not just words on a page because there is no words sometimes it is just that moment when you feel the love of christ like you can feel like like you can like a, another human being is in front of you and for me that is reality so with the intellectual peace with the emotional peace i'm able to reconcile both of them and so i pray for anybody out there that you would allow for truth to find you that you would allow yourself to back on this journey i don't want to make a mistake in my life ever where ever whenever that time may be that i may not be more on the planet no more on the planet i never want to take a risk that involves my eternal soul and that's just real talk some of us like to gamble with our lives i on the other hand will not because i know the seriousness of that and so i love i love i love that um again that reality never lets us forget that it's there And so I pray I ideally and I truly pray my heart my dear lovely people that you would encounter the love of God that his love would fill you that his presence would find you I pray that if you are lamenting if you've lost a loved one that you would find comfort 
for the word of God says he mourns with those who mourns and he's close to the broken hearted. So I pray if you are, you know, mourning and lost, and I know so many people dear to me who've lost some dear loved ones. And I, so I pray for all those who mourn the presence of God, that the comfort of God would be with all of you guys tonight, that you are not alone in the pain. I pray for those who are experiencing anxiety and depression, that you would experience freedom in this moment, that whatever trauma is holding you in bondage or bound a loneliness of fear, I pray that you would experience the supernatural freedom of the Lord. I, I pray that his presence would not only find you, that it would transform you from the inside out. I pray that if you would need a therapist, that you would find the right one. I pray for all those who are in need, just in need, financially need, um, in any sense, God, I pray that you would meet their need. For the word of God says you are the provider. So God, I pray that you'd provide for each one of them, that you would open up job opportunities, that you would, God, meet their needs, Father. God, I pray for all those who are asking questions and maybe experiencing some fear, some neglect in those questions or judgment. God, I pray and that's for those people that they would know that you have grace, God, for our questions and that you have grace for our pain. You have grace for it all. And so, God, I pray more importantly than anything that they would experience the agape love of God, that your love would find every soul tonight that it would wash God from the crown of their head to the sole of their feet, that your love would wash over them, that your truth would, God, break in through the crevices of their heart, that you would reach deep down, Father God, in the heart, that you would deal with the fear, you would deal with the brokenness. And so, God, I ask that your presence would never leave because it never does. When we call your name, you respond. And yes, God, we have lots of questions. Why did I lose this person? Why did this happen to this good person? There is so many questions, God, that we have. And some we may get answers to and some we may never. But God, I pray for those who are asking those questions that you would meet them in the questions that you would God, bring truth, God, to those questions. God, we just pray against right now, every injustice, anywhere somebody feels God violated in any way. God, your word reminds us that you are the God of justice. You're the God of righteousness. And so, God, I pray that your justice, your true justice, that brings not just God, um, Father God, not just consequences, God, that your justice find reconciliation and find retribution. God, you are there. You want to heal. You want to bring redemption. 
God, I pray that your justice would find those who need it and justice in the world, in our, in our criminal justice systems, on the streets, in our medical systems, in our government, in our school systems. God, that justice would find itself, that it would make itself known, that even in the midst of it all, God, I pray for reconciliation and redemption and healing, God. So, Abba, Father, may you hold the tears of the ones who cry. May you hold them dearly. May you hold them closely. That may they see you, feel you, know you as the healer God. Yes, God, I pray that people would find the right communities of people to support them in this season. God, I pray that in those communities that truth would make itself known. That true love that is filled with grace yet, but it filled with truth. God, I pray that you would expose in me and in us as a world, as a human race, the greed, the pride, the hardness, the evil, the wickedness, God, in our own heart, that you would search the heart of every single human, God, that you would deal with the brokenness, God, that you would find it, that you would restore it, that you would uproot it, Father, that you would bring true God-sustaining, Father God's sanctification throughout their heart, God, that it would showcase God on the outside, that it would not just be talk. It would not just be nice words, God, coming out of our mouth and God, endless words that just make us feel good, but it would wreck us to a place where we can be made new again, whole again. So Jesus Christ, I ask that as the cradle ends, that it's, it would just be the beginning for many people, the beginning of new things, new revelations, and you found freedom. So God, I pray for anyone that is asking and seeking of you, Christ, that they would find. So God, and for those who just are saying, I don't know, is this thing real? God, I pray that you would reveal yourself to them. So God, we are excited um, for the new journey, for graced with questions that we are asking difficult questions. Do you exist? Are you out there? What is the cosmological explanations? What is the theological, the philosophical? All of those things, what are those? God, do we have the evidence? God, for we, because we want to know. We need to know. Because if it is all not true, let us know. But if it is true, God reveal it to each one of us. And so God, I thank you. I thank you for the journey that we've gone on. I thank you for your love. I thank you for your peace. I thank you for your truth, your joy, your righteousness, your holiness. I thank you because you loved us so much that you sent your son in the world. God himself incarnated, put on human flesh so that we can know 
that he's not distant or far, that he suffers with us. He sacrificed for us, that he loves us, that he cries with us. And so God, I thank you for being the God that is love. That love is who you are. You are God in your entirety. But you know and you feel. And so God, I ask that you would show your love to every single human being out there. That they would know that they are truly seen, truly heard, truly loved. And they are not a mistake. They were never a mistake. They were always designed with a purpose. With an intention. The imago day that they were made in your image. Wonderfully made. Beautifully made. That you have a plan for them and their destiny and their life. That you've not forgotten about them. And that you see them. And so God, I thank you. In Christ's name, amen. Okay, guys, it's been one of my greatest honor to have done this podcast with all of you guys. And um, as you know, I love you guys so deeply. I genuinely pray for you guys. And I think about each one of you guys. And um, yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We see you. We hear you. Um, and we pray that you would take the crazy chance of joining us on Graced with Questions because we are not playing softball there. We are going hardcore. Um, and, you know, we want to represent all the evidence. So, okay, guys, much love, much care. Please take care of yourself. Please reach out for help when you need it. And I pray that you would find the Lord would bring you the right people in your life um, to, to steward, shepherd, cover, love, and walk with you all. Okay. Much love. Okay. Love you guys. Cheers. Bye-bye.